Yo, 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 I am your host, Rebecca, with First Steps to Sanity, and I will be here each week to give you the foundations, strategies, and witchy ways to help you gain confidence, manage your anxiety, and break the stigma by opening the conversation of mental health. So let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode where we're going to go over a section of goal setting that I personally do every so often whenever I feel like my goals need a refresher or whenever I just want to get more specific and clear on what I want. I know a lot of people are doing that right now with the new year in mind. And I know you guys probably have already sat down and done this because this episode is coming out a little later than I wanted it to. But I still wanted to go over it because let's be honest, we always need to adjust with the more information that we learn. So one of the biggest things that I teach is when you're creating goals, you can't just create a goal and then assume it's going to be the best thing for you and run towards it. It doesn't really fully work like that. A lot of the times that results in burnout and you know, lack of motivation and then you don't hit it or you hit it and it doesn't do what you think it was going to do. So then you just stop going towards your goals altogether. So what I started to do, and I got this from a few different people like Shalene Johnson, and I think Rachel Hollis does it too, but I'm not hundred percent on that, is I started to rate the areas of my life. And There's like the broad areas where you're just talking like career, and that could mean your entrepreneurship journey or your current nine to five job or your college, if you're still in college and you're not fully where you want to be yet. And then there was health and wellness, and that included your physical health, your mental health, your fitness health, self-love, confidence, all that. Well, I actually split it up (laughs) because... I would rate myself at like an eight on health and wellness. Let's just use that as an example. But if you were to split it up into confidence, physical health, mental health, all those three would be so drastically different that I wouldn't really get the goal that I needed to get to start working on first. So what, I know that sounded a little confusing. I'm sorry. (laughs) So what I use this for is when I'm looking at my goals, I'm going to take the lowest rated area of my life and I'm going to work on a goal for that first. And the reason is, is because that's the area that needs the attention. That's the area where I feel like I'm lacking. That's the area where I need the most amount of alignment and the most amount of work done. So that tends to be the area that I focus on. And that's so different than what a lot of other people tell you. Like they, they tend to tell you, oh, pick the goal that's going to make other goals happen. And I do that too, depending on what the other goals that are going to happen are. So like, for example, let's say right now you have the biggest stress in your life is your financial situation. And you have all these goals about health and wellness and eating better and working out more, et cetera, et cetera. So let's say you have a goal on there that says you want to eat at home, I don't know, four days a week. Because if you're anything like me, you probably go out to eat a lot. (laughs) 
Now, theoretically, yeah, that's a health and wellness goal. You want to eat at home because you want to eat more nutritious food. And when you go out, you tend to, for me, again, splurge and you eat more than you necessarily would. No joke. I did this for 30 days. I stopped going out to eat for 30 days. And I don't really, well, back then I didn't eat a lot of fast food. I'm not going to lie. COVID's kind of caused, well, I use COVID as an excuse to go to the fast food places more now because I really hate cooking. But <laughs> um, I did it for 30 days. I didn't change anything else. I still ate whatever I wanted. I still ate junk food. I still had burgers. I still had fries. <laughs> still had soda. I didn't cut anything out. I still drank like a huge amount of water like I do now. And I was still working out consistently like I was before. I went down a full pant size. I mean, I'm talking like I was like a 14 and I went down to like, no, I was a 12 and I went down to a 10. Not that that's important, but you get my point. Just because I stopped going out to eat. I was still eating the same amount in my opinion. But because when you go out to eat, you don't fully control everything that you're eating. So there's a lot of excess calories that are just adding up and adding up and adding up. And I'm not saying going out to eat is bad either, but I was doing it like every day, sometimes two times a day, just because I really didn't want to make food. So for me, it was a problem and I wasn't really fully mindful of everything that I was eating. And when I stopped just for one month, I went down a pant size. I don't remember how much weight I lost, if I'm being honest, because I don't, I'm really horrible about jumping on a scale. <laughs> I don't believe you should torment yourself like that. As long as your pants fit, what does it matter what the scale says? So you wouldn't think <laughs> that this health and wellness goal to eat inside the house more would have any effect on your finances. But look at how much money you spend doing this. Now, what if you cut it down? Would that help with your financial goals? Yeah. And it would also help with your health and wellness goals. So there's nothing wrong with doing something like that and looking at it from all angles. What I tend to tell people is if you feel like you have this huge stressor in your life, you need to go for that. Even if it looks kind of funny the way that you do it and you're still working on other goals while you're working towards that big stressor go for it. And of course, you guys know you can always, I, I know this is very like <laughs> customized. If you have questions or you have a specific goal that you want help with, or you have like this area of your life that's really low and these are your 10 goals and you don't know which one to start with, shoot me a DM. Like I'm on Instagram at first steps to sanity, all spelled out. Shoot me a DM and I'll help you out. Because I love doing that for you guys. And honestly, I love goals. Goals are my favorite part of everything. So I go by 13 different levels. One is spirituality. Two is career slash business. If you have a nine to five and you're doing a business, then I would split those up. Because again, you might feel one way towards your nine to five that you don't feel towards your entrepreneurship journey and vice versa. Uh, self-love and confidence, physical health slash fitness, mental health, family relationships, friend relationships, spouse slash significant other relationships, personal development, your environment that you're currently in, your passion, your purpose, and your finances. 13 to 14 areas, depending on if you split up career and business. I rate all of these. 
Now, some people like to do one to five. I do one to 10 because I feel like sometimes where you would be a three at one to five, you could be like a six or a seven in one to 10. And that can make a difference in helping you figure out what you're going to work on first. That's how I split it up. And you don't necessarily even have to write out goals for all of these different areas. I sat down and I wrote, I think it was four pages of goals. And everybody wants you to split it up in the beginning too, but I realized that that's like really annoying because when I'm like in the, in the zone and I'm like, oh, I want this and I want that and I want this and I want that. I don't really want to be sitting there going, oh, I want this. Oh no, it's got to go on the other page. Now I got to scratch it out and I got to write the other page. Shit, what was the one I was thinking of after that? Like no just word vomit it on a page, get them all out of your head, brain dump the fucking hell out of it. And then as you're reading through it, put a star next to the ones that you really, really want. Cause there's things like, I want to learn how to play guitar. I've always wanted to learn how to play guitar. I bought a guitar, practice on it for like an hour, realized it hurts your fingers. And then I kind of put it down and figured I'd do it another day. And it was like, <laughs> it's like this thing where it's like, yeah, I want to learn how to play guitar. It'd be cool, but it's not a priority. I do not care enough to learn guitar right now. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to know every now and then I think, wow, I wish I knew good. <laughs> I wish I knew how to play guitar, but it's like once every six months, it's not often, it's not a big important thing in my life. So while that's on my goals list, it's not important not going on my final condensed down like this is what I'm going to focus on first goals list because I'm like one day one day I'm going to have all this extra time and fingers of steel and I'm going to be down for it but at this very moment not for me now piano I actually really do want to learn and it's something that like every day I think about how I want to get back into playing piano. I want to get back into playing piano. So obviously that's something that's going to go higher up on my list because it's something that I'm constantly thinking about and how much I miss. Cause I actually, I know how to play piano, but I don't know like the in depth. I took two years of it in high school and then I never did it again because I graduated high school and you know, you get busy with life and such. And I finally got a piano because I got at this level, well, it's not important, but I'm going to tell it anyways. I got at this level where the keyboard wasn't big enough. It didn't have the lowest octave and the highest octave. And I was trying to play Phantom of the Opera, which has a shit ton of notes in the lowest octave and in the second to highest octave. So you couldn't move it up. Like a lot of the other things I was playing, I could just move up an octave and I would be fine. But if I moved it up an octave, then I still needed that highest one that I didn't have. So I kind of just stopped until I got a bigger piano, which I have now, and I just haven't gotten back to it because I need a chair of all things. I don't have a chair, so I can't sit at it and learn it. Y'all would never realize how fucking annoying it is to find a chair for a piano. But anyways... <laughs> That's something that I want to know, that I want to learn how to do. Again, it's not the highest thing on my list, but it would probably make like the second cut, maybe even the final cut, just depending on everything else that was on my list. I had a lot of financial goals, a lot of business goals. Now, once you have these areas of your life rated out and you've brain dumped your goals, the next thing that you want to do 
is you want to set your priorities. You want to have priorities set. And I feel like these are things that people never do. They never set their priorities. So they want to wake up every morning and they want to go to the gym. Well, guess what's happening with your kids? No idea. So then you don't go because you don't create a plan. Because you don't realize that your kids are kind of a higher priority than going to the gym when you're making this goal. I mean, you obviously know your kids are higher priority. But when you're making this goal, you don't really think about that. And then you wake up, you get ready, you go to walk out the door and you're like, shit, I have kids. Hold up. Wait a minute. You don't work out a schedule that allows you to leave your kids in the morning and deuce out to go get your morning workout. And if you're a single mother, let's be honest, it's even worse because in some of these cases, you could just wake up your husband or your wife real quick and be like, yo, so I'm going to the gym, have fun, demons are still asleep, goodbye. <laughs> you're good, but if you're a single mom, you can't do that. You can't just be like, all right, well, fingers crossed my kids survive the next hour and a half. Like, it doesn't work like that. So you need to have your priorities set and you need to kind of create an action plan with these priorities. Now, there's a couple different, well, there's two different kinds of priorities. There's an intrinsic and an extrinsic priorities. Intrinsic is essentially, there's a long definition, but the easiest way to explain it is that you're ingrained priorities. You will breathe every day because you know you have to breathe. It's ingrained in you. You don't think about it. You just do it. You will eat something every day because, again, it's ingrained in you. Your body goes, I'm hungry. You go, cool, bro. Let's go get food. It's ingrained in you. And if you think about it, a lot of the foods that you eat are also ingrained in you. What's the first thing you go and grab when you're hungry? For me, in the morning, <laughs> it's to make a protein shake. It's so natural. It's I'm making the food for the animals and I'm making my protein shake at the same time. And these like things for the animals are in the pantry and this one's in the fridge. And I grab the stuff I need for my protein shake out of the pantry and the fridge as I'm doing it. And I'm making it all at the same time. I don't think about it. I just do it. When I feed the animals in the morning, I make my protein shake. It's how I do it. It's always been that way since probably about, since I started drinking them like two years ago. But it didn't start out that way. I used to always forget. And then I'd be running late, have to run out the door and be like, well, shit, I guess that's not what I'm having for breakfast. Like, And then just fingers crossed I can make it until lunch because I don't have anything now. And you get in this habit after a certain time where you, you'll do it, but you have to create reminders and you have to replace certain things. So for example, I could go out to eat every night or I could cook and stay at home. I'm getting food either way, but you have a habit to do one thing versus the other. So the people that cook every night, you don't even think about it. You come home, you get the food ready, and you start making it. Every now and then you might have a thought of, wow, <laughs> it would be really nice to not have to make dinner tonight. I kind of want to order pizza. Maybe you do it, maybe you don't. I don't know. That's up to you and how badly you want that. But the majority of the time, you're going to come in, you're going to make the food. That's just what you do. You don't think about it. You don't put a lot of thought into it. You meal plan every week and you pick up everything you need at the grocery store. It's in your routine. You do it. You get it done. It's over with. Now, <laughs> if you're somebody who goes out to eat and you're trying to eat more at home, that's an extrinsic 
priority. You're trying to switch a habit that you have. Your priority is that you want to come and eat at home. That's what you want. But you're so used to going out and getting food that it's just so natural for you at the end of the workday to stop and grab something or to, if you're work from home because it's COVID now, you're like, all right, at the end of the day, you have like this little jolt of energy where you're like, I could use some fresh air because your body's gotten used to getting in the car, rolling down the windows and driving to wherever you go and get your food from. It's going to feel so weird to make it in your house. You're going to feel like you got cooped up. You're going to feel like you didn't do something you were supposed to do. It's a very weird feeling. I used to go out to eat a lot more frequently when I worked in an office. Now that I work at home, I'm be honest with you guys. I'm an introvert. I don't want to go nowhere. I want to stay here. I don't want to have to put on pants. All right. So it was easier for me <laughs> to like make this shift to eat at home because I didn't want to leave my house. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to go nowhere. Please don't make me. But I still do, and I still have these moments where I just feel like I have to get out of the house, and if I don't honor that and I don't leave, then it feels weird. And it's not bad. It just feels weird. It feels like I didn't do something. So I'm trying to eat at home more, and I bought a cookbook, and I got all this stuff to make it. But the first thing I do today <laughs> when I leave after running my errands is I go and pick up lunch. And then on the way home, I'm like, shit, <laughs> didn't want to do that. But I don't think about it. I just go and grab my food. I have it ordered as I'm leaving the grocery store, or I didn't go to the grocery store this morning. I'm sorry. I went to the vet, but still I, I'm ordering it as I'm leaving because I'm on my way to go and grab it now. And then I go and get it. And then I come home and then it hits me. I already have stuff here. Why didn't I just eat that? <laughs> and then food goes bad and you throw it out. And it's, it's like that joke. I have this salad kit in my fridge that I buy every week that goes bad and I throw it out. It's my routine. But <laughs> it's the truth. And you have to be conscious when you're doing these things. So something that I started to do was I actually wrote out a meal plan. I did this yesterday when we bought uh, this huge ass recipe book. We went through it. We found all the recipes we wanted. We wrote out a meal plan. We figured out what we needed for groceries. We went to the store. We picked it up. We know everything we're eating this week. And I'm not driving anywhere else. So I'm not going to mysteriously end up at Chick-fil-A. And this is Saturday right now. So they're closed tomorrow anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> and you just continuously put reminders in your phone. So what I did after I did all that was at 6.15, I get off work at 6 o'clock. 6.15, I have a reminder go off on my phone. Hey, you're making this for dinner tonight. At my lunchtime, I have a reminder go off on my phone. Hey, you're eating this for lunch. Because I forget. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I got a million things going through my head. This makes it easier because then I'm going to see what my meal plan was. and be like, oh shit, that's right. Oh, that looked really good too. Oh yeah. I'm just going to stay home and I'm going to make it and I'm going to play our music and I'm going to make it fun because I have fun when I go and pick up food. I have my windows down. I'm listening to music. I'm relaxing. I'm dancing in my car. It's a fun experience for me, which is why I keep initially wanting to go to it. Long day at work go pick up food. It makes me feel better. It gives me like this sense of completion, of accomplishment. There's actually a study that was done on this for, um, I learned about it in marketing class, but I don't think it was done for marketing when I was in college. And they had women, after they cleaned a room, spritz it with Febreze. And it was like a Febreze like promotion thing. 
And pretty soon the women that were doing this to like advertise it and the beta testers could not feel like the room was cleaned until they did that. Because think about it, you're done cleaning the room, you're like, yes, I'm done. You spritz the Febreze, you start to recognize the room's clean when I spray this, the room's clean when I smell this, the room's clean when it has this effect. The workday's over when I get in my car and I go get food. The workday's over when I go down to my kitchen and I start cooking and blaring music. The workday's over when I walk my dogs. The workday's over when I leave my office, et cetera, et cetera, whatever association you have. And in the office, there was that uh, brief time when Andy was the office manager or um, regional manager. And he was playing It's Closing Time and everybody hated it, but Stanley loved it. And he said he hated the song, but he knew every time that song played, the day was over. So he was excited about it because that song became an association for him that I get to fucking leave now. I get to go home. Bye, bitches. I'm out. Like, deuces. And that's how this works when you're starting to create these priorities. And this is how the extrinsic priority becomes the intrinsic priority. So another example is when I first started drinking water, it was so annoying. I had to pee all the time. My body was not used to all this water. And you can't go from like drinking like one 20 ounce water bottle to boom, here's a gallon of water, finish it. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. You're actually not thirsty for it. Your body has no idea what you're doing. And I drink a lot of soda and a lot of energy drinks. For those of you that have been following me for a while and you know how I'm always saying that, uh, I don't drink any caffeine. You know, the thought of me drinking like six energy drinks a day seems insane. So. <laughs> so what I had to do was start small. Now, theoretically, the age-old tale is you're supposed to drink eight, eight-ounce glasses of water a day. So I figured I'd start with that. And I always made sure I had enough water that I could drink it throughout the workday because I was one of those, I am one of those overachiever people. So I always like to get things done quicker. Also work like 12-hour days, so you would not catch me drinking water. When I got home, I'd be dead. But I had reminders go off my phone every hour. Make sure you're up to this many ounces. Make sure you're up to this many ounces. Make sure you're up to this many ounces. And I was a delivery driver for a pizza shop, so I was always driving. And I'd be in my car. I'd see that reminder. I'd immediately chug water until I got to that point. Now, there's a lot of people that tell you don't do that. Don't chug water. Um, that it could actually like damage. But I mean, think about it. 64 ounces spanned over 12 hours is six ounces an hour. Chug six ounces an hour. You will be fine. Like, are you kidding me? People, people are taking in multiple water bottles and they're good. Like nothing happens. Um, and you work yourself up. So when 64 ounces become normal and you don't even pay attention to those reminders, you're already, you know, ahead of the game and drinking that much water and you're having no problem with it, it does. It becomes natural for your body. And pretty soon your body is craving it. Like if I was to be kidnapped right now and I had to survive without water, I would not survive because my ass is used to drinking somewhere between like half a gallon to a gallon of water, depending on how freaking lazy I am that day. So 
but somebody like my husband who doesn't drink water at all would be like this is normal as day for me so <laughs> you start out small and you work your way up so when 64 ounces just seems normal it becomes an ingrained priority for you to have that amount of water in your body bump it up bump it up further bump it up further until you hit your goal do not go from drinking zero ounces of water a day to 128 gallon ounces of water a day you will probably piss yourself i say that jokingly but i actually think that would be what would happen so <laughs> all you have to do when you want to take an extrinsic priority like your mental health and you want to make it an intrinsic priority for you set reminders in your phone consistently remind yourself keep doing it let's say you want to get it done at three o'clock every day but you don't remember till four o'clock still do it still do it still freaking do it don't go oh it's four o'clock it's too late now i can't do it Keep doing it because it's going to get to this point to where you don't have to think about it anymore. When you come home and your house is dark, you turn on a light. It's natural. You just do it. You don't think about it. You just turn on a freaking light. When you want to come home and you want to meditate every day because it helps relieve your stress, just do it. Doesn't matter if you came home later. Doesn't matter if you're running around and maybe you just feel like your meditation is going to suck ass. And maybe it does. Who cares? Because that moment of stillness and that moment of you trying is still going to matter and it's still going to make a difference. And your body's going to recognize that and your body's going to get used to that. And pretty soon your body's going to crave that. You're not going to have to remember anymore. It's going to be natural. You're just going to do it. So, as a recap, you're going to start to rate all the areas of your life, spirituality, career, business, self-love and confidence, physical health and fitness, mental health, family relationships, friend relationships, spouse and significant other relationships, personal development, environment, passion, purpose, finances. Take out any of these sections that don't relate to you. <laughs> if you look at finances and you're like i'm independently wealthy like <laughs> i will never need to worry about finances a day in my life first off can you be my best friend and second off just take it off the list if it's not important to you take it off the list maybe you don't have a spouse or a significant other take it off the list maybe you don't have any beliefs and you're atheist take spirituality off the list don't keep anything on there you don't need I made this super extremely extensive. So there might be some things on here that you don't need and that's fine. Don't take it off because you rated a one or a 10. Take it off because you literally, it does not relate to you whatsoever. Um, set your priorities, make it clear. And when you set your priorities, recognize which ones are intrinsic and which ones are extrinsic and make sure you pay special attention to the extrinsic priorities. You can't, put this thought out into the world of I want to lose 10 pounds and then do absolutely nothing to get to it. It won't happen that way. I know there's like this craze of manifestation and oh, just you can manifest anything you want, but manifesting doesn't happen without you putting in your aligned action. And if you're not putting in the actions to get to what you're manifesting, it's not going to come to you. You have to meet it halfway. 
So remember that when you're doing this and remember that when you're setting your goals and your priorities. And if those are the two things that you ever take from me, your life will be a lot easier because I shit you not, guys. Every goal I have set, no matter how crazy it seemed, I have hit. And I don't say that from a place of bragging. I say that from a place of, holy shit, this actually freaking works. I was 23 years old. I made it my personal mission to buy a house that year, even when everyone was like, you can't buy a house. Your credit is shit. <laughs> and it was. And guess what? We bought a house. And then we bought a brand new car with a 1% interest rate because our credit was so good because we had to get it that good to buy the house. And it was my husband's dream car. And he never in a million years thought he would get that car at his age. I don't remember how old he was then. I was 23. He's like four years older than me. So you guys do the math. But he never thought he would have that car then. He never thought that it would happen. He thought it would be like 30s or 40s, you know, after we have kids and we're like not as broke anymore from all these youngins coming and jacking our money. So hit the goals and go to the goals because they can happen for you. All you have to do is strive for it. And again, DM me. If you guys have questions, always DM me. I have my Instagram in the show notes for every solo episode. DM me. I am always here to support you. So leave me a review. DM me if you have questions. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For more bomb-ass content, follow me on Instagram at First Steps to Sanity or leave me a review and let me know what your favorite part was. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.